whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are we here, are to, here rant to rant and rave. And rave. It's, it's a night recording and it's not Halloween. I know. It's been a while since we've had a night recording. I know. Um, and I feel like I'm being quiet even though I don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Friday ah. night. The, the kiddos. Woo! Party! <laughs> I got a glass of water and a bottle of gold bond hand lotion. Ooh. Don't get the wrong idea. Let's see what I put uh, on my desk here. A red solo cup full of ice, sweet iced tea, but it's not. It's from a little bottle called Mio Drops. Bottoms up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Shots, 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 and some poopery. All right. <laughs> God, no. Dana, poopery is one of the huge things that I see when I go to the gift show. And I was just at the gift show, and poopery also went on Shark Tank years ago, and they just exploded, pun intended. (laughs) I love poopery. It really does work. Because I was. You know what I don't love, though? I don't want to tattle on anybody, but I let's just say I shared a room with my dad on the cruise. So I just oh. wanted to be prepared for whoever needed it. Of course. But you know the trick with poopery, and I think most people don't. You have to put it it's before you go. spray before you go. Yes, yeah. You, of course. Who mm-hmm. doesn't know you do it before you go? Uh, most men, and they would spray it into the air. No, dum-dums. It's an oil that collects on the top of your water <laughs> so the scent doesn't keep coming out. Like Pepe Le Pew. Gets trapped. That's right. No science, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I have been real sassafras the last three weeks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the last three years. <laughs> well, yeah. It's been extra sassy lately oh um but i'm feeling great <laughs> on this wild friday night we talked about <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> this is how crazy i am look at i have a hat on the back of my chair you want to know why why because there's a blue flame symbol on it which i don't mind like uh that it's there i suppose but when we're recording it always kind of i hope people don't think that <laughs> There's something wrong with me or my house is haunted because sometimes I go, I don't know why it's, I think there's something in my hair. <laughs> what does the blue flame symbol have to do with it? Doesn't that mean like extreme heat? No, it's just the, the oh. logo. Oh, 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 and then oh, 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 I'm oh. thinking there's a light behind me. Like, I'm, and then I'm trying to hide it and I'm talking and all, I my, see. And all my chins are invited to the party. 
shut the hell up. I wish some of them would turn me down. <laughs> <laughs> you are ridiculous. <laughs> um, I went and saw Knock at the Cabin Door today. How was it? I recommend. Were you spooked? Yeah, it's a creepy thought. The whole premise. Mm-hmm. Great cast. Like, how scary on a scale of 1 to 10 for mm. people being extremely terrified by, say, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees, that person being me. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's the scare yeah. factor? It's not that kind of scare. It's the kind of scare of what if this happened. I guess maybe you would say ominous. Ooh, I ominous, like that. Ominous thriller, maybe. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. it's It's a lot. But I, but I enjoyed it. It was one of those movies afterwards my friend and I, we, like, made us talk, right? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Instead I of it just like, being like, eh. Yeah, or I just don't want people to think, oh, if I go to the movies with Dana afterwards, she's just not going to speak to me. I went with our mutual friend right. Thomas. Okay. Yes. And we can say whatever we want about him because he's never going to listen to this podcast. Oh, uh, never. <laughs> we just know that about Thomas. So I went to this movie with him. Uh, it was it was fine. We had a great time, whatever. But I also went out to dinner with him the night before and our other a, a mm -hmm. few of our other friends. And we went mm -hmm. to that restaurant, which you're a foodie. You might know this. Bavel. What? What is happening? <laughs> Not only did I just reorder their cookbook <laughs> for one of the stores I merchandise and buy product for, that was named in the top 10 best new restaurants in L.A. last year, young lady. Okay, that's why I felt weird. Okay, so listen. I'm so angry and jealous right now. Go so on. Jessica, you're going to be so mad at me that I went to Babylon, not you. Listen, I'm going to tell you what this. Kind of, what kind of skewer and hummus did you have? Oh, my God. We had so many yummy hummuses. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop crying. I'm crying. No, actually, like, I, I'm going to take a picture of me next to the cookbook so oh, you believe me. No. Go on. So I'm not a foodie. So I'm, I wasn't like, listen, it was delicious. That's the thing. But I still, I said to Dan Tipton, I felt a little <sighs> bit like it was wasted on me. <laughs> Now, I sadly have to agree. Aesthetically speaking, it was beautiful. <laughs> the entire ceiling is dripping with pothos. It was green oh. pothos. Oh, it was beautiful. And it definitely, oh, I when I pulled up and it was, you know, a Thursday night and it's just bursting at this point. Yes. And then there was a mix up with our reservation. It felt like a 90s movie where it was like, <laughs> no, we had a reservation. Well, we know you had a reservation. We see the reservation, but there's a, there has been a problem. I don't know why I'm speaking in an accent because <sighs> nobody at the restaurant had an accent. I'm just thinking 90s movie wise. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, do you have a reservation? Yes. Uh, who is it for? Abe Froman. <laughs> The Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> From Paris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Well, it ended up that, like, they had set it up through, I guess I shouldn't see, say the company's names, but one of those reservation mm. websites or, or mm -hmm. apps or whatever. And it messed yep, up yep. and gave two dates. 
And she was like, I'm keeping the oh. other date. And that's when I realized, oh, this is a hard place to get into. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. So the whole kitchen's open. It's beautiful. <sighs> Everybody comes by and goes, chef, chef. <laughs> Oh my lots God, of amazing. lots of hand bows for the audio only people. Lots uh-huh, of hand bows uh-huh. and chef nods. Um, <laughs> yes. Also, if you're a single lady or a single man, I would recommend getting there. There's some there's mm-hmm. some really attractive staff at that restaurant. On to the food. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do they have a bar area, like a stand up bar? They did, but it was so crowded you couldn't hardly get away. Yeah, yeah. So, um. No, we had all these different kinds of hummuses and these flatbreads and then fresh pita. I've never tasted pita like that before. So good. So good. They had rack of lamb and also the lamb chops, which, you know, makes my heart and face cry. I don't eat lamb, but they said it was. I do. I know. So does Dan Tipton. Uh, They said it was. I love lamb. So incredible. Uh, They also had prawns, which they liked. What? (laughs) Okay. Is that bad? Is that good? We, hey, those are giant shrimp. We all know you don't eat shrimp no, either. No, <laughs> I was a cheap date. Um, oh, I did have this this drink called the honey, and it had anise in it, which I was like, "Am I gonna like this? I don't Ooh. know." Oh, it was delicious. Which anise is that licorice flavor, which is why yes, I thought, did they oh, mellow not, it out with like honey and lemon or something? Lemon, yes, a lot of mint. Shaved ice. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yes. beautiful. Um, and then we had this um pita that was like a balloon. So like it Give was me that. And you puff it puffed up, this pita puffed up and you had to cut it and let the steam out. Oh, it was beautiful and delicious. I don't even know why I started this story now. <laughs> I oh, need to oh, know why. I know you why. Didn't say I'm not. I'm not hungry. I'll take mine to go and then drop it off here on the way back. <laughs> Knowing like a coyote, I would have licked the cold scraps from your container if you oh, let me. We also had some kind of dish that was like a vegetable fruit salad. Um, I don't. Oh, they had tabbouleh and stuff like you talked about, and they got mm, baba, mm-hmm, baba ganoush. Mm-hmm. And then no, the had, best. And then we smoky eggplant. Yes, yes, and that was laid on a fresh pita all around it. Um, and then they also got um, this pickled, uh, but sweet carrots and turnips and stuff like that. Ooh, it was delicious. Yum. Which you know, if I'm saying that's delicious, it must have yeah. been incredible. Wow, we I like it. We all know I'm easily like calmed by Taco Bell. So, (laughs) so if I'm saying it was good, anyway, the reason I brought it up, I didn't know I was opening Pandora's box with you, Jessica. I'm just. I I mean, you got like a reservation at one of the hottest places in town, and you're like, you know, but that bean and cheese burrito is my kind of cup of tea. Jessica, it's what? not a lie. I know, I know. I know, I know. I can't apologize for who I am. Uh, <laughs> Nor should you, but God, I'm jealous. I'm so sorry. <sighs> I just thought, I'm oh, jealous. Jessica's probably been here. I didn't know that much. I can't get in. I've tried. I, did, I just walked in with a pack of friends, so. 
A pack of movers and shakers. Well, I don't know how you're going to feel about the rest of the story then. <laughs> oh, why did you? Uh, and then we, 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 we finished up eating at Babel and then we just walked down to their first restaurant where you also still can't get a reservation till 11 p.m. even on a Monday night. Bestia. And we had dessert and they came out and they took oh, everyone's pulse and then based on that created something with a blowtorch and then sprinkled it with gold leaf which is inert so you can eat it why do you know so much about this people in their restaurants i mean you are so spot on i mean i could say that we ended up so angry three of their four restaurants last what? No, that's a lie. Calm your heart. Breathe. <laughs> I just lied. I just lied. <laughs> I can't even finish the story. Oh the reason God. I the story is not nearly as good as this journey that we just went on. All it was is me being hateful to a lady. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to have nightmares about eating a babble and, like, you as the marshmallow-sized guy from Ghostbusters walking in and pointing and going, she doesn't belong. (laughs) (laughs) There's no only Zool. You wouldn't be wrong. I don't belong. I don't know how I accidentally got there, but it was delicious. <laughs> Unreal. Cheers. You know what? Clink. Take heed. <laughs> and listen up, restaurateurs of Los Angeles. <laughs> you don't have to pay me to be your walking billboard. Okay. <laughs> So if you care about the future of your restaurant and its food and its clientele and people that will actually eat there, you will invite me through your doors and save your money for Dana and buy her a gift card to Taco Bell. Okay? Oh, my God. Do you know what I can do with a gift card using that app? So many rewards. (laughs) I am... Even Alan is going to lose his mind when I tell him that you ate there. He's going to be like, what did she even eat? Yeah, he is, isn't he? I ate a lot. I was full. (laughs) But seriously, did you like some of the, they must have had like incredible vegetables, like prepared different. Yes, that pickle thing I had. And Mm -hmm. that had like Mm -hmm. mint in it and stuff. And of course, the spices at a place like that are just ungodly. Yes. Which I'm not usually so, a spicy person, food-wise, yeah. just attitude. But <laughs> food-wise, I'm pretty simple. Uh, but, yeah, it was just uh, an explosion of flavors, if you will. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so That's amazing. I mean... Really, I really feel like pales that- in comparison. I was excited about eating at Noodles at Bellagio, but... <laughs> It's like eating at McDonald's now after hearing about Babel. Babel. Babel, however you say it. Well, here's the thing. I don't know what noodles is either, so I'll try not to go there for just for your heart. <laughs> In Vegas, just find me a place with those big old milkshakes that shouldn't exist. Nobody should eat them, but they're amazing. 
Like, let's throw a whole uh, apple pie and four packs of M&Ms into an ice cream cone. Seriously? I was there for work, and we had dinner, and it was late because it was very bit. Like, the Bellagio was popping. Like, really? popping, right? It, yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, I guess it's Vegas, but it was like a Monday night after a trade show. I'm like, what the? Uh, anyways... That is another thing. Like that, si- that city never sleeps. Yeah. So the four of us went, and uh, the woman who uh, hosted us, if you will, from the company I went with, she bought us all ice cream, like the best gelato from that incredible chocolate shop where they have like a Willy Wonka chocolate yes, fountain. That's like two and we're stories. Just walking Yes. Yeah. And we're just walking through the casino with like the best ice cream I've ever had at 1030 at night. And I was like, you know, this is kind of adult Disneyland. I mean, it's a little bit magical. When I went and did Steve Vegas? Heitner's live podcast yes. there when we went to the Dong Bar. That's not what it's that called. That place looked amazing. It was. And that was off the strip. And then we went to the Bellagio later. Like, yeah, it never yep. sleeps. It's crazy. Vegas is wonderful if you're not paying and you're there for approximately 36 hours. That is the sweet spot. In and out. Bye-bye. Yeah, I believe and, that. I believe that. Right? Mm-hmm. And too much honestly, time there. Too much. I've never been there and, and paid. I've always been brought for work. Oh, really? By other people, yes. And they've put me up in like an amazing hotel and we've mm. always had amazing meals. And I mean, I'm really lucky. <laughs> well, now it's my turn to be jealous. Nobody's putting me up in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really fun. That's it was awesome. literally 36 hours and it snowed on the way back. Oh, how pretty. We drove back. Well, it was beautiful. And luckily, like, was just. The flurries were starting. It wasn't like driving through a bad storm because on the way out there, we drove through some Scooby-Doo fog and everybody just got dead silent in the car because I know we were scared. I know the person driving was scared and we were like, (sighs) yeah, because also when you're in that situation, there's no, nothing you can do. There's nowhere to pull over. No, that's more dangerous. People in front of you. Yeah. Are also not going fast. And that by the time you could see them, you're not hitting them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, blah 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 blah. How about you guys hear how to get in touch with us? Oh yeah. (laughs) Um you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves Podcast, on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P, and you can email us anytime you want, 24 hours a day, the Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com. You can also Send us DMs on Instagram. That's how most of you communicate with us. We love it. Yeah. And you can go to our website, www.therancerizepodcast.com. Thank you. Thank you for writing in, those who did. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying the ride with us, you guys. Absolutely. Um, Jessica, you're up first for rants, yeah? Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> This will be one of my famous rants that turns into a rave. Oh. Uh, I guess it really does pay, uh, or you get what you pay for in certain situations. My rant is about lumpy hotel beds. Now, I will tell you, I did not experience that at the Bellagio. I'm in sure fact, you didn't. That bed was, we were staying in a suite, and that bed was next level. I haven't slept like that in I don't know how long. Uh incredible clean fresh sheets 
at least a 400 per kale cotton thread count and a white duvet cover. Okay. Not what I just experienced at the country in sweets. Okay. In San Diego. Uh, You know what? This is a separate rant, but I'm just going to throw it in there and move on. Country and sweets. Don't mislead with your name. There's nothing country about you. Oh. And I resent it. I was raised (laughs) in the South. Yeah. If you say country and sweets, I'm expecting a certain level of charm and coziness. And it was anything but. Okay. Not even a cross stitch hanging. No. (laughs) Like modern, like Hyatt Place. Like we're trying to go mod. Just stop. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that hotels can easily get away with, and a lumpy ass bed is not one of them. Okay, so okay. how unappealing is it to walk into your room and see clumps and bumps? Those sheets and duvet—it better not be some nasty ass quilt or <clears throat> coverlet. Yeah, the they thing don't that wash my father them. would they like don't... put on a glove and like rip it off and throw it into the corner. Every hotel we ever stayed in in our life. He's like, don't touch it and don't sit on it. Yeah, he's right. Nasty. They don't wash them. <laughs> ever. So country and sweets. Again, I actually did not have a bad experience at the hotel. And it was clean. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. But you made me think that you weren't clean. And I have a picture of it. We will post it. Of this bumpy, lumpy ass bed. No, I was not like excited about peeling back the covers, which is what I immediately ripped back to see what was in there causing the lumps. And Dana, I still don't know. Really? Was it just torn? Couldn't or... figure it out. Oh my God. I don't know. That's it. That's my rant. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I. I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say. That's disappointing. (laughs) I just feel like like this is just the show of disappointments for Jessica because I feel like even my rant, I set myself up to be browbeat again. (laughs) It's just going to make you mad again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read... I'm going to read my rant. And mm-hmm. before we both go, yeah, together as a team, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to let you know some information that will irritate you. Okay. okay? I'm all ears. Okay, here we go. What in this is this is written to us. What in the fresh hell is this drink making the rounds at bougie hipster coffee spots? Dark roasted <laughs> coffee shots. Mixed with tonic water? Have you tried this horrific concoction? I love coffee. And I love tonic water. Save the espresso for the lattes and the tonic for the gin. Why did someone think we as a society asked for this? Now, Jessica, before, I I would assume, um, listen, I'm just going to be honest. I don't know mm-hmm. what that shit is. What are they talking about? <laughs> Yes, you do. Okay. I 
I was about to be like, you're a tequila girl. What do I know? You like wine. You like beer. You like yeah. various things. But sure. Like, do you like vodka, vodka soda? Uh, I like vodka, but not the soda. I am not a okay, tonic yeah. drinker. So the soda is just like sparkling water, right? Tonic yeah. has quinine and does have... A bitter flavor, I wouldn't right? want to call it sweet. I don't know how to describe tonic. I actually love it. But all tonic is not created equal. And diet tonic is nasty. I feel like tonic water and sparkling water is the same thing. And the only no, thing not, I want sparkles in is my Prosecco and my Pop. <laughs> That's all I want my bubbles in. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Club soda, which is very similar, like sparkling water, has zero calories and no flavor. It's just quite literally sparkling water. Just to add some fizz. But tonic definitely has a flavor and has quinine in it. Uh So even, like, I tend to, like, suffer from Charlie horses a lot. I'm serious. From, like, medication. And I freak out and think my potassium's low. And it's not from that. Uh, My doctor, I'm like, what is this, 1950? He goes, oh, you should drink some tonic water. That quinine's great for leg cramps. I'm like, (laughs) and horrible for sugar content. Oh, yeah. But I love me a G&T. I love gin and tonic. So I have acquiesced to Fever Tree Refreshingly Light. Okay. I, yeah, no, it's not for me. I think it's bitter. I I don't want it. I, I would rather just drink straight vodka or straight gin. Now, gin and Kool-Aid, delicious. Yes. I also wonder, would you like, <laughs> uh, have you ever had St. Germain? <laughs> What's that? Maybe. It's at a elderflower bar? liqueur, but it's very sweet. I love it. Anything it's called... like a magical liqueur that they mix into drinks. I'm sure like it's vodka or gin. one-off good and too expensive. Anything called liqueur is bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some liquor. No, I just watched a documentary about moonshine the other night. That's serious business. Look it up. Ooh. Did they mention Popcorn Sutton, the father of moonshine from oh, Tennessee? Course. Yes. Ah, yeah. Well, because they're, now they are making, there is some legal moonshine, but that's not the business, man. That's not the business. I know. No, you need that bathtub gin. Oof, man, there's some nasty stuff in there. That has to be like drinking gasoline. Uh, Girl, I bet, I wonder, well, I don't know about Missouri, if you guys had that moonshine, did you? In I'm Georgia, sure I didn't have moonshine, but I'm sure it was around. I remember being my best friend growing up. His name is Dewey Tucker. Uh, he got moonshine from somebody and like, it wasn't in our neighborhood or anywhere near, but like somebody whose uncle was like up in the North Georgia mountains. Yes. And yeah. gave him, of course, moonshine in a mason jar. Yeah. And he unscrewed the cap, and I swear to God that it burned the hairs out of my you. nose from across the room. I was like, what is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, you could run your car off that. Oof. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Isn't well, it made mix- from corn? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mash, corn mash, and they distill it. But then uh, yeah. in this documentary, oh, we're so way off track. It's because it's Friday night and we're whispering. <laughs> Know, I've been I so know. quiet. We're not even drunk. We're sober. Maybe that's <laughs> the problem. I'm my Mio tea here. Um, 
But they were talking about also there are people in New York, instead of moonshine, this one particular guy that they followed mm-hmm. who sells like little Sunday Delight containers, right? Oh. But they're called nutcrackers. He calls them nutcrackers. And they <laughs> sound like the yummiest frozen mixed drinks. And he sells them for $10 oh. a piece or four for 30 bucks. I mean, that sounds like a deal. It does. <laughs> And you know what? I believe it. There is a brand. When I find it locally, I got to get some and we got to have them one night. Like I'll get one of each. They make four flavors. Mm-hmm. And I think you would like it. They are these amazing pre-made cocktails. Now, a lot of that, many people do it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they usually have like a weird, sometimes they're just off, right? Uh-huh. These are the best cocktails I've ever had. They're in a can. And it tastes like somebody like shook it up and made it for you at a bar. And I think they're eight bucks a can. And I'm like, this would be like $14 at a bar. Yeah. So I'm all about those little nut bombs. What did you call them? No, nut shakers. I don't know that nut crackers. Nut crackers. But nut bombs sounds liquidy and I don't like it. (laughs) It does. You, you said it, not me. You <laughs> They call it nut bush. How are we friends? My name is Dana and I'm a hillbilly. This is my friend Jessica. She's a Jew. Wait, what? How did we even meet? <laughs> oh, God. Jessica traveled in, likes fancy food. I tied a sled to the back of a four wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is literally the country and the city mouse, the series in real life. Okay. This week, Oh my god. What's that? Jessica's mad. <laughs> I had top me 10 best new restaurants of Los Angeles, one of had, the culinary cities of the world. Mmm, pita. <laughs> Dana never went to the doctor. Jessica knows lots of words. <laughs> Having a lit Friday night. Stone Cold yes, Sober. Life imitates art. Stone Cold Sober. Now, back Ooh, to this It looks coffee. like we're having a dry February. <laughs> oh, my God. Back to this coffee. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, to me, it sounds like when, which, by the way, rest in peace, Cindy Williams. We lost uh, Shirley yes. this week. But it reminds yes. me of when Laverne would put Pepsi Cola and milk together. Ew. Remember that? That sounds like a virgin a cement mixer. I don't. Oh, gross. That thing that bubbles in your mouth. Yeah. 
It like curdles. Yeah. I remember Britain Spellings at IO used to, that would always be like a dare with somebody. Yes. He like, if he was adamant about it, he's like, yeah, I'll bet you a cement mixer. Yeah. And I remember I once he threw up. He did. No, shut up. <laughs> That's did. okay. I, I used to work. Like, <laughs> I used to work behind that bar. It all just falls through. It was fine. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a couple of his cement mixers. In fact, I Nasty. It was, I think it was me and Rob Rhinus, our friend Rob Rhinus, who did it Oof. together. It was not good. I mean, it was before That's I had nasty. a baby. You know it had to be, or I would have barfed just looking you at it. You would have thrown up. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Look, I love coffee. So do you. Nobody needs to be putting. tonic. Nobody not needs to you. be putting pop bubbles in their coffee. Now, listen. I don't like that mixture. I don't either. I'll tell you what I do like, though, and maybe this is going to make me sound like a hypocrite. Or maybe I just mm. think that I sound fancier than I really am. I do <laughs> like a chagachino. <laughs> Which, if you guys don't know what that is, and you want me to spank your ass and call you Charlie because you're as shocked as I am, Dana likes a coffee made of ground mushrooms of all things it's delicious and it's supposed to be good for you i don't know because i can't believe you like it i like mushrooms oh that's another dish we had last night i live for mushrooms i haven't dreamt (laughs) of trying a chagachino it sounds nasty as hell well you're crazy then you and i both love fungi what is wrong with you have a chagachino in the words of someone i knew once treat yourself Jessica, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I have. Okay, the say I don't want to sound very LA, but the Santa Anas have been mm. out of control this week, and yes. I sound like an old smoking dying woman that's 170 <laughs> with you tonight, Jessica, <laughs> Patty and Selma, Marge's sisters. Oh my God. Oh. This is off the rails. What show is this? It is off the rail. What are we doing? uh, The Rants and Raves. (laughs) Podcast, that is. So we are all... Let's take a cleansing breath. Well, before, we're all Mm -hmm. on board for Chagachinos. Not on board. I I would like to hear people's feedback. Yeah, get back (laughs) to Let us know how you feel about the Chagachino. Or if you are erudite enough and daring to... Try and like a an espresso tonic. Let us know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to send us a picture of yourself. Yeah, it didn't happen unless there's a photo. (laughs) (laughs) We need a cleansing breath. Let's get this back in control. Okay. Okay. All right. Every week on our show, one of the staples is we get a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes ranting over silly things. Sometimes just comparing the two people that we are. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we get all this angst and craziness out. We take a deep breath in, blow all of that out, and then we fill up with goodness and laughs and, and raves for the rest of the show. Is that very succinctly put? Yes. Uh, I need to use chat. What is it? Chat A chat PT. <laughs> What? Chapati? What are you talking about? No, the AI chat that's all over. Oh, Jessica. Oh, I don't even say the word because I don't want it to be on my phone or in my skin or anything else. No. Well, you know what? It's having a massive impact on the world, so it may be something you want to read up on. (sighs) 
says you probably a lot of people me. are going to lose their jobs. I know I already sent you the robot dog army. Which Alan thinks is awesome. And I said, no. I'm glad you think Terminator 2 in real life is awesome. Has he not seen the Black Mirror episode with the robot dog? Oh, wait, dogs? not the dog army. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the molten lava thing that you said. Oh, yeah. Me. Also not cool. Terminator 2. Yeah. Uh-uh. That thing, yep. that video, you saw the video. It melted into yes. a liquid, went through the bars, and then put itself back together. How are we yeah, humans supposed I, to fight that? We cannot. And even whatever. Now I'm going to get off in my big conspiracy theory. Like <laughs> there was also a UFO spotted. I'll just say that. Not the Chinese spy balloon. The other one in the Oh, my God. That balloon. I've been obsessed with it all day. Oh I don't, listen, I went and saw that movie today. So my brain is shooting a <laughs> yes. million miles an hour in all different directions. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ready for a cleansing breath? Yep. If you can scream it out, please go ahead. If you can't, at least take one second here to breathe with us. You'll feel better, I promise. Okay, That's take right. a deep breath in. And. Uh, I have a question. Very nice. Yes. Do you think that when people, if people stay on this ride with us, we like mm -hmm. ramp them up and make them feel like, and then we calm them and let them go like this. Do you think that that's what mm -hmm. happens? Or do you think people are like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Cause they, this is a conversation that should be had offline. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say sometimes things that we have for the show and that we come across i'm like well this could be a rant rave and a corner and i'm serious yeah, yeah. like some things just kind of uh do the whole thing so i'm gonna focus on the positive i'm gonna okay. try to find the silver lining because this for sure could have been something that was a rant and you will see why okay. but this is in fact uh a kids are amazing corner yay and this is from npr it's literally just happened yesterday. This is written by Vanessa Romo. The title, Yale honors the work of a nine-year-old black girl whose neighbor reported her to the police. So I think you can already guess where this is going. Somebody assumed because someone was black that they were weird and that the police needed to be called. Um, nine-year-old Bobby Wilson is in fourth grade, and last month, the Yale School of Public Health held a ceremony honoring the budding scientist's recent work. The university entered Bobby's collection of 27 spotted lanternflies, an extremely invasive species that is harmful to trees and other plants. Now, have you heard about this? Yes. I've even heard about it. Yes. It's, it's a, a huge problem, problem. Mm -hmm. right? So yep. it's on the East Coast, but we definitely have heard about it on a national level. So Bobby was also presented with the title of donor scientist during the ceremony. We wanted to show her bravery and how inspiring she is. And we want to make sure she continues to feel honored and loved by the Yale community. 
The accolades come just three months after Bobby, who is black, made headlines when former Caldwell City Council member Gordon Lawshe, who is white, called local police on the girl. Now, I'm going to have to start. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you the picture of this adorable child. She's holding her 27 lanternflies that she captured. She's wearing a headband. She and so pink clear glasses with a yeah. smile from ear to ear. Yeah. Couldn't be cuter is clearly a child. Yeah. Okay. Very clearly. Yes. <sighs> she was collecting spotted lantern specimens. On October 22nd, uh, law she was home and things in the mostly white neighborhood seemed copacetic. But looking at the tree lined street, she saw something scary. Recognizing it was not an emergency, per se, he called the police department dispatcher instead. I'm quoting what this man yeah, said. What did he say? There's a little black woman walking, spraying stuff on the sidewalks and trees on Elizabeth and Florence. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Scares me, though, he added. What? Outside. Uh-huh. Outside, Bobby, a petite child who wears pink-framed glasses, was doing her bit to comply with the state's Stomp It Out campaign. Again, in California, I heard about this. Yes. They've told people, if you see them, kill them. Kill them, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Which urges New Jersey residents to help eradicate the spotted lanternfly infestation. She'd learned about it at school and made her own version of an insect repellent she'd seen on TikTok. Making her way from tree to tree, Bobby would spray the bugs, pluck them from the tree, and drop them in a plastic bottle. Bobby was still at it when the officer arrived, curious about what she was doing. Body camera footage, thank God it shows what it did and not what we've been seeing lately. Yes, yeah. Body camera footage shows Officer Kevin O'Neill approach the child before her mother uh, intervenes. Am I in trouble? The little girl asks. No, Joseph and O'Neill respond simultaneously. How many trees did you save? They asked. Yeah. O'Neill explains that he was responding to a call made by Lashi. The information appears to baffle Joseph, who said she has lived across the street from the 71-year-old for eight years and that they are on friendly terms. What? He knew who she was then. Bobby's mother and sister speak out about racial profiling. Unable to shake the gnawing feeling that things could have easily escalated and ended in tragedy, as they have in other circumstances involving black children in law enforcement, Joseph decided to address the issue head-on at a Caldwell City Council meeting a few weeks later. During the meeting, Joseph and her 13-year-old daughter, Hayden Wilson, called the episode an instance of racial profiling. She was not only doing something amazing for our environment, she was doing something that made her feel like a hero. What Mr. Gordon Lashi did to my sister was extremely offensive, traumatic, and scarring towards my family. Yeah. I can confidently assure you guys that she will never forget this. Yeah. Scientists and scholars rally around Bobby. The outpouring of support for Bobby and her love of science has been constant since the police stop hit the internet. She has received the Caldwell Environmental Commission's Sustainability Award for her contributions to improving the town's environment. 
At least one science writer has given Bobby a collection of books and stickers to encourage her passion for learning. And there is the recognition from Yale. Yale doesn't normally do anything like this. This is something unique to Bobby, the Yale professor said. She helped organize the recent ceremony and previously invited Bobby and her sister to the campus to meet other successful black female scientists and to counter the horrible memories of that day. You know what? Big kudos to this professor who brought her in Mm -hmm. and showing her people like her that are becoming successful people in society doing something that she loves, just like she is doing as a little eight-year-old girl. This got me so angry and fr- that's why I'm saying I'm like this is a rant and a rave and a corner like it's informative we're all mad for the same reason and we're all elated for the same reason. Yeah. Goodness this has got to stop. It, but it shouldn't have happened. And I'm sorry, I don't care if that little child was 6 foot 1. There was nothing about that child in that picture that looked like a woman. And there's a certain way an adult carries themselves, the way that they walk. Yes. You know that that is not a woman. And if you don't, we might need to be testing your cognitive ability because okay. you're going to get somebody hurt. And that's absolute <laughs> insanity. And a little nine-year-old girl. Let's just for a second say it was a full-grown adult black woman. And let's just for a second say. This full-grown adult black woman was walking around spraying trees and grass Mm -hmm. with a bag and putting something in a bag. What on earth do you think (laughs) is going to hurt you about that? I I mean, the last time I checked, it's not like we can get plutonium and have it in a spray bottle. Like, what did you think? What's going to kill you out of a spray bottle that's sprayed on trees and grass? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, back where I come from, you might worry that somebody's spraying gasoline on your foliage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to kill it. But even that, like, you're going to call the cops. It wasn't even his property. It was across the street. The fact that the kid had the gumption to collect the samples right? is, like, beyond. I love her. I hope she becomes a scientist or a doctor or whatever she wants to do. Because yes, if I had half that amount can. of drive because at that age. <laughs> no joke. No parent out there forcing her to do that. Good Lord. Right? Uh, when I was her age, I would rather be inside the house eating a bowl of crunch berries than out doing that. <laughs> okay. Good for her. And also, I'm glad, like you said, that it did turn into something positive, And now yes. it can be a discussion too in the public about how you know i don't know how many times it's got to be shown and said but racism is wild and alive in our country yep and sadly not just our country it's getting worse everywhere i don't all right yep thank you jessica for sharing that um also also just real quick as a note we're not a political Mm -hmm. podcast but there's been a lot a lot of politics right now surrounding trans and LGBTQ rights, mm-hmm, LGBTQ mm-hmm, plus, mm-hmm. Um, gender labeling. Um, I just want to go on record and say that I support my LGBTQ plus community. I believe same. in trans rights. I believe in same sex marriage. It, you know, mm-hmm. those are human rights. 
was going to say we believe in human rights. That's right. So and just, animal rights. We believe in living absolutely. being having rights and dignity mm-hmm. and fairness and equality. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not ashamed of that. So we may not be a political podcast, but that's my personal beliefs. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't be our friends if you don't want to. Okay. Um. <laughs> Ooh, this is fun. My corner is from a listener this week. This is from our friend Jill mm-hmm. in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. Jessica, would you like to tell everybody what kind of corner it is? Sure. I think it's a weirdo of the week. You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? <laughs> Sounded like a rubber chicken at the end of its... At the end of a space. (laughs) Hello, ladies. I hope you're both doing well. I got an email uh, newsletter from Atlas Obscura, and this article struck my funny bone. And the the fact that it has Dana's home state makes it even better. Have you heard of this? Maybe something for one of your corners. (laughs) Enjoy. Okay. I'm really terrified um, because... I have been watching this crime show and there were, it was like a limited, you know, like a season or whatever. And I think there were like mm-hmm. eight, eight episodes maybe. And six of them were from Missouri. Ugh. God. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> a highway pickle mystery is preserved, preserved <laughs> in Missouri. Yeah. Oh, we do have pickle factories. I know that. So a jar. Okay. Wait, let me get down here. We all have objects that we notice every day that ground us in our communities. Maybe it's a particular mailbox or a nice street tree. Maybe it's a sign on the way to work that makes you laugh. Or maybe it's a pickle jar perched on a concrete wall (laughs) next to a highway (laughs) ramp. There's a literal picture of a, a pickle jar. Such is the case for many who drive through. Oh, I don't even know this place. It's got to be pronounced weird. Day Parade, Missouri. It's probably like Bodark, oh, no. which is spelled like B O I S D A R C, but it's it looks like Boys Dark, but it's Bodark. Anyway, I don't know what this is. Des Perez. On the ramp that leads from I 270 North to Manchester Road near a grocery store and a busy shopping mall, there often sits a quiet and mysterious jar of pickles. When it falls, breaks, or disappears, it always is replaced. It's the highways. It's the highways. Warty Lodestar. What is that? I don't know. Let us know, Jill. Is that a Canadian thing? W a r t y l o d e s t a r. Warty Lodestar. Barbstein, who lives nearby, first noticed the jar in 2012. She's been watching it ever since. Every day for six years, I brushed my teeth, I got in my car, and I looked for pickles, she says. (laughs) Seasons (laughs) changed. The sun beat down. The snow piled up. Construction and protest actions shut down the highway. And the pickles remained. That's a quote. And the pickles (laughs) remained is a quote, she says. Like there was some aura around it or something protecting it. Oh, people need something to love. The Missouri, <laughs> oh my God, about two years into this routine, Steen decided to spread the love. She started a Facebook group, Team Pickle. Oh, people just want to be a part of something. 
These pickles need a fan page, she explained in the group's description. No, they don't. There's got to be a story behind these pickles, and inquiring minds want to know. She closed out with a prophetic goal. Let's make them famous. Yep, that's what we need, famous pickles. At first, about 25 people joined this condiment community. Members described sightings and shared blurry drive-by photos. They posted pickle jokes and memes, as well as theories about the jars. Provenance? Provenance? Oh, provenance. It's area, right? Um, (laughs) Yes. Perhaps it it was a kind of shrine meant to honor someone who had loved pickles. Perhaps it was aliens. I cannot. (laughs) Steen has her own favorite conjecture. This is a quote. Maybe it's somebody with a forbidden love, and they put the pickles up there at their work exit. Hey, know I'm thinking of you, end quote. (laughs) If somebody can only think of pickles to represent the love and thoughtfulness they have for me, they can take their pickles and shove them up their butt. Because there's a lot of other (laughs) cute and adorable things that could remind you of me than frickin' pickles, Okay. Attention has its downsides, though, Jessica. Quite soon after the Facebook group began, the first pickle jar disappeared. It had been pretty gnarly, half evaporated with its label rubbed off. Why was the label rubbed off? Who touching it? Gross. And just this nude color. No real green end. (laughs) Ew. No. Members mourned. One wrote a poem, Jessica. I'm going to read it to you. Quote, a jar viewed from afar has left a scar upon our hearts. Alas, it departs. There was an exclamation point at the end, so I wanted to emote it. (laughs) That February after it still failed to return. To return? Pickles ain't got legs. Who's bringing back nude pickles? Oh, my God. That February after it still failed to return, another fan put it more simply, quote, I miss the pickle jar. Oh, these people just, what? Rescue a pet. But some (laughs) objects can transcend their original form. Over a year after the first jar vanished, another showed up. Well, I wonder who did that, Barbara Steen. Okay. Uh, It was a different brand in quality, fuller, more verdant. But that didn't matter. The group was jubilant who wrote this article. This this cycle continued. A jar might topple, empty out, or otherwise abscond. It would soon reappear anew. (laughs) Team Pickle. Members tend to describe each incarnation as the pickle jar or simply the pickles. As in, the pickles are back. Oh, that would be the equivalent of the 405, the 10. The 101. Okay, gotcha. Just just this month after a Reddit thread was posted. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's a Reddit thread. Probably a subreddit, too. Was posted about the pickles. A spate of local news reports began to bring new attention to the jar. Fox 2 News in St. Louis told the story. Slow day for news. (laughs) The membership of Team Pickle has since risen from a few hundred nearby fans to over 2,500 from all over the place. Quote, we've got the UK. We've got Hawaii, says Steen. It's crazy. End quote. 
that as with any move to the mainstream, there are cons as well. Some old timers have posted worrying that people will sour things either by messing with the pickles or by trying too hard to oh find answers. God. People just want something to be mad about. Uh, at least one. When we finish already... recording, yeah, I need you to message the family chat and ask them if they know about these pickles. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> um, even today, other pickles have showed up in St. Louis on other exit ramps. So now it's become the rubber ducky. You know about the rubber ducky, right? Yep. That for Jeeps, I think is what it started as. If you owned a Jeep, somebody, you were in the club, you put a rubber ducky. I got a cruise rubber ducky. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have to admit, I felt proud. Maybe I shouldn't be slamming these guys. Hold on. Let's finish. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that wash over my face? Oh, I was excited by that. Oh, no. Dana. Um, Wait. Okay. That oh whole article God. just made me mad. There's so many other things you could care about in the world than a stupid jar of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally. Hey, Midwest. Uh, Midwest. I know how it is. I know, I know how it is out there, you guys. Let me, I, when it rains and all the earthworms come up and they're all drowning on your driveway. Yes. And then when the water recedes, they can't get back to the dirt. And then they dry mm-hmm. and shrivel up on your driveway. A better yes. use of your time is to go scoop up those earthworms who create compost in your yard and are good for our environment. I try. Rescue those earthworms. Please stop caring about fan pages on Facebook for stupid pickles. They're not even animate. What a waste of your life. Take a painting class. Go to that stupid place where you drink wine and paint a bowl and pick it up two weeks later. Anything but care about this jar of pickles. It's not even the same jar ever. If you must have such a fierce dedication to pickles, don't eat them. Don't leave them on the ledge by the highway. So you got something to chat about. Listen, I know I'm being Donate rude. Donate them to me. I do not care if I'm being rude. These are my people. This is where I'm from. We all saw it crumble before our eyes at the beginning of the show. I know where I came from. That's fine. Y'all can find a better use of your time and money. Okay? Create community around something good, not freaking pickles. That's right. Jill. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Jill. Yeah, so and I, I love a good pickle. Dana gave me like 10 jars of pickles a couple of years ago for Christmas. Oh, and that's I good, yeah. loved every one of them. Okay. I understand wanting community and wanting to belong, but that's how like cults start. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh my God. Find something good to care about. I agree. You know what people can care about? Mm. Our Our raves. raves. They need to listen so we can teach them some things that are good to care about. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, would you like to start with the goodness of this week as I calm my hair? Yes. Flyaways. Uh, This is, again, on point for a rant rave Mm -hmm. because what led to this is definitely rant worthy. So 
I will not go on a diatribe about this. It's just a reminder. Uh, we've said it many times on the show. Mm, question yourself and your doctors and your body. If you know something's wrong, there's probably might be something wrong. That's right. And we, uh, we teach our children, listen to your body. We're telling yes. you too. Uh, when I read this girl story, it reminded me of Gilda Radner and her book. It's always something because Gilda, who we lost at a very young age, uh, died of ovarian cancer and for a very long time was going to doctor after doctor after doctor and being dismissed and told sometimes even that she was crazy or that it was in her head and there was nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. And by the time it was finally discovered, it was stage four and there was nothing they could do. Uh, Same thing also happened to Fran Drescher, I believe. I think she said seven doctors told her that nothing was wrong before they found it. Yeah. Listen to her body. So this website is called fightforfemalehealth.com. And this was started by a young woman named Jessie Sanders. According to the National Cancer Institute, ovarian cancer has a 46% five-year survival rate. Early detection is critical, but most young people aren't comfortable advocating for the health care and early detection they need. That stops now. The fight is on. Mm-hmm. I struggled with chronic lower abdominal pain for over five years. I had chronic pain. The doctors were never able to acutely, excuse me, accurately diagnose my condition or look into other options. Their diagnoses were usually UTI, severe cramps, hormonal changes, endometriosis, etc. So I lived with the pain. Mm. Thanksgiving week, 2021. While in San Diego at university, the pain was severe. I went to the emergency room and the doctors discovered a 12 centimeter mass on my ovary. Mm -hmm. I had emergency surgery that night to remove the mass and my right ovary. I was told this is just a large cyst. I thought my pain would finally go away. A week after surgery, the pathology report came back and I got the worst news imaginable. You have cancer and not just any cancer, a rare and aggressive cancer called small cell carcinoma hypercalcemic type of ovary. I am one of 500 people worldwide to have this cancer. Mm. Thanks to a close family friend, we were able to find an expert on this type of cancer and spoke to him on his recommended treatment regime. We flew out of the Bay Area and met with our local oncologist Thankfully, he was open to the treatment regime recommended by the expert we suggested and I based and based on a study in France. One week later, I started chemo after having surgery to install a port, getting an echocardiogram, meeting with a fertility specialist and detailed discussions with a pharmacist on the chemo side effects. I am currently going through six rounds of chemotherapy and stem cell treatment. We're also working on a healthier diet and researching natural cancer remedies. Fighting for female health. I want to make a change and spread awareness about female health and early diagnosis. Follow my story on Instagram. So you can find her on Instagram, Jesse underscore sand. And then additionally, 
Um, they have a way that you can donate to small cell ovarian cancer research since it is very, very rare. And she also sells T-shirts advocating for female health. And the money from that goes towards the research. I also absolutely love um, right above her. There's an ovary giving the finger uh, or it's oh. a whole uterus. And the, one of the ovaries is giving the finger. Um, but this is a, a very young woman who, again, for five years went trying to get help and couldn't get it. So please listen to your body. Everybody needs to get screened. My stepmother and I were actually discussing women's health last night, and I did not know that at a certain age, Medicare, which most people's parents are on once mm-hmm. they're over 65, mm-hmm. um, they don't think it's important for women's health stuff to be covered, like pap smears and mammograms. What? And just because you didn't have it when you were younger doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you can't have a problem later on. Yes, I did. And my stepmother lost one of her best friends last year to ovarian cancer. By the time they found it, it was way too late. She was gone in a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. Yes. So please uh, get screened and speak up for yourself um, and get your regular paps, ladies. Yeah, I said it. You have to. You have to. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just looking, I was looking at her site as you were reading and, mm-hmm. you know, the shirts are very simple and I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, they just say in black, bold letters, advocate for female health. Mm-hmm. And we, we do need to, we've talked about that probably ad nauseum about how women and their yeah. pain are not listened to. And, and also a good reminder to pay attention to your own body too, because I was yes. just telling you before in the green room dump. Henry had a sore throat and came home from school this Mm -hmm. week. And I was like, oh, I've had a sore throat for two days. (laughs) Right. Now, it was allergy related. But still, it's like, oh, yeah, you just ignore it Mm -hmm. if it's you. You don't bother to, you know, so that's just a reminder to us women. We get so busy. And I'm sure it happens to men, too. Like, you get busy at your job or whatever. But, like, we ignore our own bodies. Even when we're teaching our children, listen to your body. Well, we're not doing Absolutely. that. We need to be doing that too. Um, because if a doctor says nothing's wrong and you know something's wrong, you've got to find that answer. Yep. You know? Thank you so much for um, bringing that. Yes. I know. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I uh, just to end that on a positive note. She's also so young and that she's turned it into something where she's like, this is a problem. We need to make it stop. Yep. It's these younger generations, man, they speak up. I, I they like do. that. They, they have I to. love it. And I respect it so much. Me too. They have to. We were taught you be mm-hmm. quiet. You be quiet. Don't yep. spread your business. You just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Keep your head down. Stay out of trouble. Like, yep. Mind your, uh-huh. stay in your own lane. Mind your own business and keep quiet about it. Ah, man. Yep. These, these kids are making change because they're speaking up. Exactly. I love it. Um, my I brought a rave that's very Dana, probably. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> cute little... I follow this um, 
I follow this account on so Instagram cute. called 60 Second Documents. You guys know I'm obsessed with documentaries. So cute. <laughs> and uh, I just like to watch them every once in a while. They have a YouTube channel and stuff too. You can find them on Instagram pretty easily. But I wanted to share with you guys this week. I think it's so precious. This is 12-year-old uh, Naveen and his headstone cleaning business. That's right. You heard me. I want you I to listen that. carefully to the first line of this documentary because that's initially what pulled me in. I didn't even know mm -hmm. that there was goodness in it. I just was obsessed with this little kid. Okay, pulling it up. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with dead people, I always agree with you. And you're the coolest. He said, I like hanging out with dead people. My name is Zeen. I'm 12 years old, and I have a headstone cleaning business. A I've cleaned close to 100 headstones. I've used towels, a water sprayer, B2, and some soft bristle brushes. I charge $20 for a normal size headstone, but I clean veteran headstones for free. Oh. I want my legacy to be good deeds. I donate money to the Purple Week community cancer research because my great-grandma died of cancer. Cleaning headstones is taking care of something someone cared about. I see ones that are dirty or broken, and I feel sort of sad. People just let it rot and get dirty. No one should have that dirty of a headstone. I like. Oh my god! Is that He's not so the cutest cute. little boy? I mean, not only is it. I it was interesting when I at first I was like his first line right out the bat i like hanging out with dead people because they don't tell you what to do they always listen you know it's so cute but i was like it's so entrepreneurial for him to see a need that needs to be filled that he can do mm -hmm. it's also so cool because <clears throat> i think it's less for our generations um mm -hmm. especially right beneath us probably more so but right. i know how important the burial site is and was to the elders in my family still to this yeah. day, they go every Memorial Day, put flowers out. It's very important to show mm -hmm. your respects and your love, you know. And I love that that's been instilled in him. I love that he cleans veteran stones for free. I know. I mean, just respecting their service mm -hmm. to our country. Totally. Uh, and then that he donates to cancer research. Like, yeah. first of all, what I say? He was 12. He's 12. Yeah, in mm -hmm. honor of his great-grandmother, 12-year-old Naveen Town started his own small business, Cleaning Graves. Uh, Y'all, he's, he's got an Instagram, let me tell you. At Naveen Amazing. Cleans Headstones. Exactly how you oh think it'd be spelled. God. At Naveen Cleans Headstones. Um, and then the <laughs> hashtags are like, gravestones, cemetery, headstones. And what I thought also was really wonderful about that <laughs> is a kid like that in our time, Jessica, would have been called weird. And I don't right. know... Who knows what his experience is? He seems like a pretty confident, awesome little dude. But, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I like weirdos. I I think I the weird that. in our generation had a bad connotation that you didn't fit in. You were, but now uh -huh. I think younger generations are going. No, that's what makes me unique. Yes, that's and why it's embrace. Yes, yes. By and them and their peers. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, he's already got a business, and he's twelve. I, know. I already said earlier, I was in my house eating bowls of crunch berries. Like, come on. Yeah. 
But I, was, I like, hope sneaking out. Yeah, right. His parents must be so proud. These are the kinds of things that give me hope. <laughs> right. He's so precious. I know. Uh, his name is uh, Naveen. Let me tell you how that's spelled. N-A-V-E-N-E. Just like you would think. Naveen cleans headstones. What a doll baby. And he wrote so a pretty cute. big. He wrote a pretty big check for that research. That cancer research yes. too. Come on, Jessica. He's got merch. He's got merch. It's a little chilly it. in Michigan today. He's got beanies <laughs> that say Naveen cleans headstones. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. Bless. Bless his heart. There, and he's got pictures of him so with cute. all the headstones he's cleaning. I can't. Love him. I the love pride him. he takes. I he love it. Proud. He should be proud. You know what, Naveen? I'm going to follow you right now. Follow. Mm -hmm. I just added to your numbers. I'm proud of you. Oh, so cute. <laughs> I did. I just... <laughs> He's like, who's this old woman that just followed me on Instagram? <laughs> That's a nice way to go out on this show. That was lovely. It is. Because, Jessica, I think I think that's our show. I think it's over. I think it is. <laughs> well, I will tell you, fine folks, how to get a hold of us before we jam out of here. Uh, again, Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves Podcast. On TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, you guys. We have full-length videos. Dana has been editing the video so you can watch us thank you for those who have yes, and for letting us you. know we appreciate you and uh yeah you can download uh if you're listening to us obviously you already know that we're available on any platform for the most part that you can get podcasts yeah so tell and, your friends uh, tell your friends reach out uh review us if you never have and you're feeling like doing so whatever whatever floats your boat we thank you and uh we appreciate you yeah absolutely um jessica is there anything you need to share with people this week well we will get into it the next time we record but i started a series called the last of us which dana said mm -hmm. she's starting i'm going to suggest once you put your little man down that you and the hubs maybe watch the first episode tonight it's real good okay I'm going to real good. Yeah. Um, my our friend Jay too said that I should watch um, Avatar, the, the series. Ooh. He said it's really it beautiful. Series? Yeah, I think so. Avatar. It's um, an animated uh, series. What, I, oh, really? Me, yeah. I think he told me it's on, on Hulu. Mm. Oh, I didn't know there was an animated yeah, series. Yeah. He said it's really beautiful. Ooh. Um, Thank you, Jay, for yes. the recommendation. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. No, nothing I need to think. I mean, I told you already. I went and saw a knock, knock on the cabin door. Mm -hmm. M. Night Shyamalan. I liked it. And um, now you're going to see The Last of Us. Yes, I am. With I Pedro am. Pascal, who's hosting SNL this week. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I love him. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Um, I like to leave us each week with a point to ponder. 
um, with just something that we can think about or a nice little mm-hmm. nugget. Um, Indeed. I feel like I have been, I don't know what's been going on with me. It's interesting that we have this episode of listen to your body because there's definitely something going on with my body. I have not been feeling <laughs> well and I've been grumpers, <laughs> but um you know, we're all doing the best we can. And what I would like to say more than that is, you know, the people around us kind of keep us sane. And that's been lovely. I've seen some yeah. friends recently and that's been nice. Um, so I For hope sure. that you guys have a great weekend. We'll be out of here after this. Jessica, I adore you as always. I certainly did not plan to laugh as hard at myself <laughs> as I did this evening. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I think we've all put a lot of pressure. I want to apologize. I've had to reschedule with Jessica like twice this week. I'm so sorry. Oh, please. Um, whatever. Things just come up. My kid cannot stop losing teeth. Life (laughs) is life. I I think we're losing a tooth a day right now. Anyway, we're all doing our best. And here's how I want you to know. Comparison Mm -hmm. is the thief of joy, right? But I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you permission, Jessica, and all of you listening. Okay to compare yourself to this and to know that you are doing well. Okay. Okay. Did you know, Jessica, that possums sleep 20 hours a day? Okay. I'm betting that y'all are able to stay awake for four hours a day. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. Every little, (laughs) every little step counts. Go around. Think about that. Till next week, Jessica. A possum sleeps 20 hours a day. You don't. Guess who wins? Jessica Young. All right? I love you. We'll be back next week. (laughs) I can't even top that. I love you. See you later.